Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live, Tuesday, November the 1st. I'm Tony Haggerty, a Haggerty 10 Twitter handle, you know that by now. And I'm delighted to be joined today by Aidan McDonald at Aidan C. McDonald. I've dropped the young Aidan, all right, you're a veteran now, it's cool. <clears throat> how are you, Aidan, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, Tony, how are you? Yes, I'm very well, I'm very well. Good morning, everybody. Now, as we do every day, I'll just direct you to the ticker tape running along the bottom you know what i'm going to say if you haven't already subscribed you can do so and support top quality journalism covering the club you love it's only a pound for two months of full access to everything that we do on the website as well as the pods easy as one two three all you have to do is hit www.celticwave.co.uk forward slash subscribe just push that button and you'll get access to everything that we write on the on the website as well as the pod. We're more than just a podcast, you know. But there you go. That's a plug-in for the day, Aidan. Bargain at £1 for two months of full access, isn't it? It's a good deal, Tony. Can't argue with it. No, that's a good deal. Here's a raw deal coming, Aidan. Very good. We've woken up. The Celtic supporters have woken up to the shock news that Kyogo Furuhashi and Ryo Hitate have not been named and Japan's 26-man World Cup squad. And I think it's causing some ructions. And basically, it's a bit of a shocker, is it not, Aidan? Yeah, it's a surprise, particularly in the case of Kyogo. Uh, he has been featuring for the Japan national team uh, outside of when he was injured for a spell last year. I don't think he's been getting as many minutes as he was at times last season, but he had been featuring, so I'm surprised he's not on the squad. Hitate, well, he's been absolutely excellent this year. In the most recent camp, he didn't. I don't think he played a single minute despite being called up. So maybe that's not as much of a kind of surprise in general. But I, I did expect both of them to at least be in the squad. I'll be honest on it. Yeah, I mean, get your comments coming in, guys. How you feel about that? Yeah, I, I fully expected both of them to. I mean, because Kyogo's had a wonderful eighteen months since he arrived at Celtic, hasn't he? And Hitachi said. A decent amount, it's nearly a year since he's been a couple of months short of a year, and he's been excellent. But as you say, I think uh, the Japanese manager has, let's just say, from reports that I'm reading, has his favourites. And uh, but good news for Dyson Maeda, he's in. He made this. He made the cut. Yeah, I mean, Matt, there's a big uh, bo- uh, sorry, a big bo- a, a bonus for Maeda getting there. You know, at times he has maybe struggled a wee bit, so that is really good for his confidence. I know what you're saying in terms of the Japanese manager having his favourites. It does appear to be the case. And they do have very good attacking players, Japan. You know, there's Minamino, yep. who's at Monaco, former Liverpool player. Uh, Kamada, who's at Frankfurt, played against you know Rangers in the Europa League final last year. He scored plenty of goals last season. So there is talent there, don't get me wrong. It's never, it was never going to be a guarantee that Kyogo or, in the case of the midfielders, Hitate was starting. But it's just a bit of surprise or not an option in the squad. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Japanese manager does play a wee bit more of a defensive style. And I had seen some reports that when Kyogo was playing in the kind of previous camp of games in September, he did struggle a wee bit more down to the way that the manager wanted his team to play. So maybe that's came in at the thoughts. But I'm, I'm surprised at least one of the two haven't been taken just to be part of the squad, to be honest. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it surprised me as well. But they, they have a, a tough group as well, Aidan, in the World Cup. Spain, Costa Rica and Germany. 
Uh, that's as hard as it gets, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's quite a hard group, to be fair. And you'd, you'd have thought they would have wanted players of uh, Tati and Kyogo's quality as an option in those games, even if it was just coming off the bench. Yep. But, yeah, that is going to be a tough game for Japan. Hey, I'm just glad I didn't buy a training top with Kyogo on the back yet, Tony. It was getting considered, <laughs> so I have to give that a rain check, I think. Save some money. Andrew Gillier comes in. Kyogo and Hitachi are coming to Australia. Looking forward to seeing him in the flesh versus Everton. Now, that could be the silver lining for Celtic. Aidan, that the manager touched on it, upon it the other day that he's able to now rest and rotate the players. They won't be going to a big uh, major finals tournament. Less chance of them getting injured, although they could get injured if they play in Australia, obviously, but uh, Andrew also says with only three players going to the World Cup, Andrew will get some good work into the squad. Yeah, I mean, that's the possible silver line for Celtic, isn't it? Alan Robertson, Japan's loss is our gain. I guess Celtic supporters, I think some will be pretty chuffed at that news. Personally disappointed with the players, but chuffed at the fact that Celtic's track record with players going away on international duty and getting injured has not been great since Ange came over. So maybe spared the rod on that one. It does seem like it, Tony, and obviously Andrew himself has said at times he wants players to go and yes, he does. compete to our national team because it benefits everyone, puts them on the international stage, etc. So I'm sure he will be a wee bit disappointed, at least from a public point of view, but I'm sure <laughs> privately he will, you know, he'll be happy that Kyogo and Hitata will get a bit of a rest, you know, they have played quite a lot this season so far, and we know last year Kyogo had well, a couple of hamstring injuries, but in particular, his second one kept him out for whatever it was, three, four months. So in Hitati, we had spoken a lot about fatigue last season. That was why he kind of sort of drifted off. So to be honest, if you are probably going to pick two players that could get a wee bit more of a break, it probably would be those two, to be fair. Uh, so that is a positive that, you know, outside of the two games in Australia, they can just train and rest over that sort of four and a half, five week period. So, yeah, as a silver lining for Celtic, but obviously, you know, the players will be disappointed not to be involved because it's a World Cup. But Yeah, the retro Celtic says Japan's loss and Gary McDowell comes in and says, I can't believe Japan have better strikers than Kyogo if Maeda is the main striker. Are we playing him, Celtic playing him in the wrong position? Well, I think he favours playing Maeda, doesn't he? The Japanese national manager favours playing Maeda through the middle, doesn't he? It, it does look like it at times. I think he did that in the first friendly that they played against uh, the USA yeah. uh, when, they, uh, when they were playing some games in Germany in September because uh, I've seen a wee bit of the first half of that game and it did look like Maida was, uh, at least in terms of the formation that they had sort of lined out on the TV that he was through the middle. Uh, I don't know if that continued for the sort of the rest of the games. But, yeah... That's obviously what the manager wants to do. I, I, I personally don't think that he's best positioned through the middle. And I think we've seen at times last season he did struggle a bit there. Uh, yep. Away to Hibs, if I remember rightly. I think he played. Yes. And it wasn't an ideal performance from him. So, but yeah, it's, it's one of those ones, I guess. Mark E comes in and says it'd be nice to see the Japanese boys make a big impact versus Madrid. And Robert Gibson says. The Japanese manager is obviously on the sake if he thinks Maida is the best of those three. Fair enough. And Sam Harty, feel for the guys on a personal level, but surely this is Japan's loss. Yeah, echoing a lot of what we're just saying there, Aiden. And uh, 
and Pete McGee. He'd like to see the Japanese players who are keeping Hitati and Kyogo out of the squad. I'd like to see them too, but you touched upon a few of them there, didn't you? They, they have got a talented, talented squad. So, as you say, it's a personal disappointment for uh, the players themselves. But I think the retro Celtic and you will be very pleased, as you say, publicly and privately. Kind of the two faces there from the Celtic manager might be uh, might come to the fold, but I guess publicly we're disappointed for the players. He does like them representing their countries, but I guess if you're being selfish, Celtic can really focus and knuckle down. And as an earlier comment, I said get some real work into the players, even if they go to Australia. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And Ange was spoke regularly at the start of the season about how important the sort of pre-season period was I've been able to get more time on the training pitch than any Celtic manager would have had in the past decade because there was no qualifiers so yeah. obviously you're now going to get more time on the training pitch again obviously I know the season's going on a bit longer so eventually we'll all kind of even out but he will see that as a positive because he, he spoke I remember obviously me and you are always involved transcribing his pressers and that etc <laughs> so uh, he, he spoke at length about the importance of more time on the training field and how he was. that was really the first time he could get proper work in since he came into the club. Because last year it was a quick turnaround of the Champions League qualifiers and then through a good chunk of the season, a lot of it's like rest and recovery. So he was actually get, he was able to get good tactical work in at the start of the season. So the fact he's able, able to be able to do that again, uh, I think he'll be quite happy with that. And also as well, don't forget, the two players will now go to Sydney for the Sydney Cup. That's a bit of a box office draw and that's a boon for the Australian Celtic supporters and those that are travelling down under to see Celtic. They'll, they'll get to see these guys in the flesh, as an earlier commenter said. So that, that's something to look forward to for them. Yeah, no, that is, that is a real positive for the fans that will be over there watching that. That is two of Celtic's biggest names at the moment. Hitati and Kyogo. So, yeah, that's a, that's a positive for them as well, Tony, of course. Kaiser makes a great point here. He says, Maida is talismanic for the national team. He's hard, he's hard working, good for a goal. And he, he doesn't think that Celtic fans should diminish Maida getting called up to feel better about Kyogo and Hitati getting snubbed. He reckons that's a bad habit of some of the Celtic fans. I, I, I'm delighted that Maida's there because I think that'll work wonders for his confidence too because... I think he's maybe struggled a wee bit and it become the focus of some of the fans, you know, ire and anger lately, but there's still a player in uh, Maida and he gives you his all and his work rate and his defensive uh, chores and duty. He never neglects that and he, he pops up with the odd goal every now and again. Maybe not as many goals as people would like, but I'm still a big Maida fan. Yeah, of course, I'm a big fan of Maida as well and we know his qualities, we know what he can do. And probably just when you're talking about the work rate aspect, given that you listed off Japan's World Cup group, maybe the manager is thinking we're not going to have a lot of the ball in these games. I mean, I'm not 100% sure of his tactics, so I could be wrong, but if he's thinking we're not going to have a lot of the ball and we're going to do a lot of chasing, you know, who better to have than Maeda for that? So, yeah, correct. That would be a reason why. And Michael Ross was saying there, spot on to Kaiser for that comment. Sam Hattie, everybody supports Maeda, they certainly do. And well done to him for uh, making the cut. And Angela Tyrell says, Japan, Japan play two up front. Maida plays off the furthest front guy. So that's the way they play in the retro Celtic. I'm pleased for Maida. I think everybody's pleased for Maida, to be fair. I, I, uh, 
Uh, Sunder Scotland agrees with myself, she's spot on Tony, it'll do my either the world a good hopefully. And I just think playing against a better quality and class of player improves your own game and you'll be all the better for that experience, which is why I would have wanted Kyogo and Hatati to be there because when you play on that stage it, it lifts your own game. You know, you are you know, you're encouraged by that, you you know, and bones it spurs you on to be the best you can be. And I just think they're missing out on something special. But from a selfish point of view, I guess if you want to say that they'll maybe knuckle down at Celtic and and uh, spur Celtic on to this, in the second half of the season to to be successful, it depends on which way you look at it. Aiden, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. I mean, obviously, Hitati is a wee bit younger again, so I'd imagine that if he continues his trajectory, whether it's Celtic or if he moves on, eh, he will be in World Cup squads. Whereas also Kyogo's a wee bit older, you know, twenty six, twenty seven, so. He could be thinking, is that going to be one of my last chances to sort of potentially get in a World Cup squad? So I'm sure they will both be personally disappointed. But j- just to touch on what we'd already mentioned, it is a positive for Celtic to, to be blunt about it. Having those guys are going to be able to get more rest, uh, more time in the training pitch. And when we come back uh, for the first game, away to Aberdeen and Pataudry, 17th of December, they will hopefully be absolutely flying, which will be vital if Celtic are want to be successful again this season. Yeah, I mean, you touched on it, I think, Hitati, the youth's on his side, isn't it? What's yeah. Kyogo, 26? So He's he 26 might, or 27, Tony. So yeah. he might miss out on playing at, at the World Cup. Uh, Not necessarily, because he would only be in his kind of, you know... Yeah, I know. I guess he would... You could say one of two things would be at his peak by the time the next one comes round, depending where he is, but hopefully he gets a chance uh, to do that. And Sam Hartley comes back in. Both players have great modesty and will move on from this disappointment. I, I have no doubt about that, Sam. Andrew Galea says, get behind Maida, Moy and Juranovic. That's the Celtic representatives at the World Cup. I'm sure every Celtic supporter will get behind uh, all the Celtic players that, are, that will be representing them. And Pete McGee, Here's a comment. I'll certainly be watching Japan in the World Cup now just to see how good the squad is. I think a lot of Celtic supporters will be looking at the Japan games closely to see if Kyogo or Hitachi could have made any difference. And retro Celtic, the positive is that Kyogo and Hitachi aren't in the World Cup shop window. So I guess if you're looking at it from a purely selfish club point of view, even they are the silver linings from that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I, actually, when we first started talking about it, I didn't even think about the January transfer aspect. So that is another positive because we, we particularly with maybe somebody like Juranovic, etc. With, with Croatia, they are probably one out of those three players as teams. They're probably the likely to maybe go. Not, I don't think they would replicate what they did in 2018 and get to the final Croatia, but I think they could maybe go on at the latter stages and he does usually play. So I guess a positive for Kyogo, yeah, and uh, Tati not being there is not, there's not going to be as many eyes on him, so hopefully we can, that can lead to keep them for a bit longer. <laughs> now, Kaiser makes a point, nice we segue into uh, something else that's catching the eye at the minute, and it's Mikey Johnston, Aiden, and Mikey Johnston is tearing up on his loan move uh, with Portuguese side Vitoria Guimarães. And uh, it's uh, good to see that, isn't it? I think it's what I think that loan 
spell was what was needed for both parties, for Mikey to go and resurrect his career and play some good football. And he's actually doing that. He's knuckled down to that task and he's performing very well. And hopefully he can come back and offer something to us because there's undoubted talent there with Mikey Johnson, just maybe lacking an end product at times, Aidan. No, definitely. And at the moment, it seems to be beneficial for everyone involved. Obviously, I think after he scored in the 3-2 victory at the weekend, they, that team's now went actually above sport and Lisbon into fifth place. So, you know, the team's up there competing relatively well in, in a good league. So the standard he's playing against, I'm sure, for the most part, is, is quite strong. And he seems to have been chipping in with goals and assists, etc. So we, we all know there's a player in there, Mikey Johnson. He's, he's been really unlucky with injuries. His time at Celtic and Ange clearly he is in his plans for the future because he signed that contract extension obviously before they went out and won so to 2025 I think it was or 2026 so he obviously thinks that the loan move long term maybe it can turn into something that happened with Christopher Ayer, Ryan Christie etc when they went out played and then came in as fully fledged first team players so at the moment it seems to be going well Tony and yeah it seems like Obviously, there's been some criticism in the past of maybe the loan moves that some players are going on, whether or not uh, they were going to become first members of the first team squad anyway. You should be always trying to make sure they're at a team that will develop them. There has been some criticism in the past. I know such as when Liam Shaw went to Motherwell in January, some fans kind of thought, is that loan move going to do a lot for him? And I think he actually did okay, but this looks like a really positive uh, kind of loan spell for Mikey Johnson at the moment, so hopefully it continues. Yeah, Jerry Smith comes in and says he scored again last night and an assist good on him. And Michael Duffin says he looks great from what I've seen of him. He also looks stronger. Yeah, I think the clips that we're seeing of Mikey Johnson uh, on loan at Victoria Gomares, he's, he's playing very, very well and he's shown up very well and he's using the loan spell as any Celtic player should use these loan spells to try and impress and make sure they come back bigger, better and stronger and have a part to play. Definitely. And he's just starting to back that up with numbers as well, by the looks of it. Because I know when he first went, he, he was playing quite well, but he maybe wasn't quite necessarily getting the goals and assists. But now, he, now he's adding that to his game. It, all, all around it looks really positive, Tony. So if he, hopefully he can stay injury-free and he, by the end yeah. of the season he's played whatever, you know, 35, 40 games, etc. That'd be great. Now, FS comes in with a point, less physical game abroad and protection from refs might be helping Mikey. I suppose that's a, that's a consideration, Aidan, but he seems to be thriving anyway, and it's always good to see when Celtic players go out on loan. I think somebody made a comment as well that even Barkas has remembered that he's a goalkeeper and he's actually performing well too. So I, I think it, it augurs well if the loan players are performing, so hopefully some of them can come back and, as I say, contribute moving forward. Definitely, and I think out of all the players that are on loan currently, Mikey Johnson is probably the one that fans would be quite keen for him to come back and fight for his place next season. And obviously we know there's a lot of depth in the winger department for Celtic. Jota, Haksavanovic, Abada, Forrest, who's obviously came back into the field recently, Maida, but obviously there's a, always you want to see the academy players doing well. So if he if he continues on his current trajectory, has a really good season in Portugal, and then comes back for pre-season uh, next year, fighting for his place, then it's, it's only a good thing. And that is an example of the sort of loan system working. Yeah, 
the buckle fabric comes in and says, looks like Mikey is accepting the challenge. Good on him. I, I totally uh, concur with that. Good on him. Now, do you know what Celtic were up to 21 years ago on this very day, Aidan? Uh, we were before my time, Tony, I'll be honest. But, uh, before your time, yeah. They were beating Juventus 4-3 in the Champions League. Ah, of course, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Del Piero, Trezeguet, Edgar Davids, all that crew. Uh, yeah. Now, I say that in mention to a, a small matter of association football that's taking place on Wednesday night. Celtic go to the Bernabeu. We will preview that in depth tomorrow. But it can be done, Aidan. Celtic can beat the big teams. In that game, I think, uh, if you were at that game, uh, guys, give us your shout in the comment section, if you remember that. Retro Celtic just sums it up in one word, Sutton. Sutton header, Sutton volley. Uh, two cracking goals, you'll have seen the highlights, Aiden. Uh, Kaiser comes in and said Sutton's goal in that game, Tony. And I'm just talking about Celtic rising to the occasion in a big, in a big Champions League night. Doesn't get any better are bigger than playing the likes of Juventus or Real Madrid in the Bernabeu. Hope springs eternal and all that, even, but a similar result would be would be something special, wouldn't it, just to finish a campaign in a flourish? Oh, have you got a 4-3 victory in the Bernabeu? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the odds would be on that, but you might be able to tell me. But yeah, at some, a result would, would be amazing, even though there's a uh, mathematical you can't progress here yeah. the knockout stages of the Champions League or the Europa League. That would do a lot for the players' confidence. Even if you were to get a draw, I think that would do a lot yeah. for the players' confidence. Uh, it does look like Real Madrid will... I don't think they're fully confirmed for top spot yet, if I'm right in saying. Yeah, or not. So they, they will probably at least start with a strong team. It'll yeah. be a tough task, but we've seen in that first game at Celtic Park that the Andrews men were able to like compete with the team with, with the European champions sorry, for uh, 55, 60 minutes. So... It'll be an interesting one, Tony. I, I don't know if I would be quite predicting a 4-3 victory, but, you know, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Kaiser comes in and says his volley gets further out every time he recounts the story. Yes, indeed. Retro Celtic, tongue-in-cheek, class from the hands. He'd take a draw. I think a lot of Celtic supporters would take a draw. But I just mention it in the fact that, you know, uh, these things are, you know, sometimes the stars align, either in you can, and that was a that was a tremendously talented Juventus team. But yeah, Lovamir Maravjic stepped up to the plate that night as well. It was just one of those games that are unforgettable in Celtic's Champions League history. And I think you, I think any kind of result or performance in the Bernabeu would be marked in the same way. So put our entire squad on the park against Real. It's the only way. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, Michael Duffin saying a good performance of what we should be looking for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Just to go out on a high, even if they can, get some kind of result. Uh, and Jerry Smith says he was in the Bernabeu 40 years ago, went on the Pollock Celtic supporters bus. What a trip. That's from Celtic. Lost 3-0 after winning 2-0 in the at Celtic Park uh, in the quarterfinal of the, the old European Cup when it was knockout in they, they were great days. David Ferguson says he was behind the goal for Sutton's volley. What a night. It was a great night. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those that every Celtic supporter who was there remembers it. And even those who are young still know all about it, Aidan, don't they? They still know all about it because they've seen the highlights and the footage and it's just one of those wonderful nights. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the highlights plenty of times and obviously Miravchek was excellent that night as well. So, yeah, it, it definitely in terms of 
if I could go back to games that maybe were a wee bit before my time, that would definitely be one of them. Uh, would would like to attend, and that was obviously like you say, Celtic competing at the very highest level against a brilliant Juventus team. You know, Trezeguet, Del Piero, uh, Buffon, etc. So, yeah, uh, I've <laughs> like I say, Tony, I repeat that performance tomorrow night with the Indeed, indeed. As I say, we'll be back tomorrow to preview that in full. But thanks, guys, for your contribution. Daisen Maida is in the Japanese national squad. Unfortunately, Kyogo Furuhashi and we all had Tati Derby Celtic's game, but good on Daisen Maida. And uh, yes, it will all come out in the wash tomorrow night, Aidan, when Celtic go to the Bernabeu to finish their, their uh, Champions League Group F campaign. Leslie, of course, our winner, competition winner, will be there. She's probably still smiling somewhere up in the air. No doubt But there you go. Hope she has a great time and enjoys it. She can tell us all about it. Aidan, thank you for your contribution. First class, excellent. Thanks for the comments, guys. We like the two of you throwing. And as I say, if you haven't subscribed, you know what to do. And join us at www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe and get access to everything on the pod. Uh, sorry, everything on the website, everything that's written on the website as well as the pods. Oh, there's Leslie, still smiling. There you go. Smiling with a thumbs up. She'll be on her way soon. But yes, we'll talk more about the game tomorrow. Preview it, uh, as always. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate the contribution. Thanks to you, Aidan, top man. And we'll see you all again tomorrow. Same time, same back channel. Take care. Cheers, guys.